ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster. Yeah, that's a, a, your patrons. You help me. I help you. It's pretty simple, pretty beautiful. Almost as beautiful as that night sky if, or, you know, the whatever you, you know, don't, don't open your window, you know, almost as beautiful as the cough drop of your dreams. Holy cow. Is it glossy? Is it a matte finish? You know, cough drop, is your cough drop mental, mental or liptus or just, you know, some fruit flavor? Is it a honey? Is it a tea? I don't know, patrons, uh, but I couldn't do it without you. I know that much. Uh, it's time for Sleep With Me podcast. You enable to put you to sleep, patrons. Hey, everybody, it's Scoots, and I know this is not an easy time for anybody. This episode was recorded a few months ago, so I just wanted to let you know that and to let you know to check our show notes for resources. Because the podcast is here to put you to sleep, but there's more resources in our show notes if you're if you're needing more. Uh, please, please use those links. You're, you're really important to me, so please use them. Thank you so much. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep we do with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play uh, i'm going to do the rest uh, what i'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake uh, like uh, thoughts feelings physical sensations changes in time Changes in time or temperature or routine. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'm here to take your mind off of that. Uh, so stuff you might be thinking about that might be past, present, or future. Anything emotionally coming up for you or physically you're experiencing. Uh, any changes in your schedule. Wh- whatever it is, I'm, I'm, like I think I already said, or repetition. Uh, whatever it is, I'm here to take your mind off of that. And what I'm going to do... I got this safe place. It's calm. It's uh, have soothing stuff. I have uh, everything's you know. I have rounded stuff. I, there's some oblong things. I got a room of oblong things. I, I, that does sound like it could be like a part of a hook of a, a pop song. I got a room of oblong things. I don't know. Maybe we'll come back to that. You know, if 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 experience tells me anything about making this podcast, we'll be on an oblong journey. And some of you might say, "Well, heavy on on the long part and the odd long." Well, odd long and oblong. Holy mackerel! I just thought of a new a new set of characters for the. I thought I knew what this episode was going to be that I was going to record, but not anymore. So that maybe we'll talk about that tonight. So what I'm going to do? Have the safe place. Sorry about that. I got a little excited. It meant who who would have thought this early in the show? We would have made new friends. How about how about that? And friends we don't have to interact with. Or make eye contact with, or you, that's the best kind of, you see, wow, those, those are the best kind of friends, uh, imaginary friends that don't even include, there's no social compact. 
because, you know, I, I, maybe I could come up with, maybe those will be two of my new imaginary friends. Yeah, we'll, we'll use that. Uh, yeah, let me write it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, so what was I saying? Um, oh, uh, I forgot. So oh, oh, create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. And the way I do it is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Like uh, creaky dulcet tones mean that they're somewhat sweet but balanced out with this uh, creakiness. Like there, there used to be this show called This Old House, right? It was uh, where I think where they were like uh, This Old House. We fix it up right, and you know, magically, Bob Vila was the star of that show. I think that was on PBS. This was back before. Can you? Well, I don't. This is probably not for the sleep podcast, but uh, I'm sure Bob Vila is happy for the success on one level, depending on how grounded and. Uh, uh, also don't know Bob Vila's uh, big farm status, but like you say, well, I'm happy for all those people and all the success they're, they're getting from, you know, home and garden style television shows and networks. And I'm sure there's like Bob Vila probably had uh, Bob Vila's own lifetime of enjoyment and success. Uh, but, but part, if I was, I guess the holy projection, you're right, uh, You'd see if I was Bob Bila, Bob Bila, Bob Bila, who's that? Uh, that's your inter. Oh, my internal mirror. Is that my my Bob Vila shadow self? Is Bob Bila? I don't. You don't. You don't even know what I'm talking about. But uh, I would say, darn it! I wish I was. You know. You know what I'm saying? To say, well, I missed out. That's the kind of stuff that goes through my head at bedtime, actually. So that's why I make the show. I'm kind of cutting ahead, but that's what happens. I lie down, and those are the kind of thoughts that I say, well, I'm all comfortable here. I'm ready for bed. And then these things pop in my head to say, well, I'm saying, well, I'm not Bob Bob Vila or Bob Vila. Yeah, but look at all those people. They're making the, the, the big, big dough and uh, the Home and Garden Network. What about you? I can't, I don't, I'm not good at home or garden. Neither one of those are in my wheelhouse. I don't like, I don't even know what a wheelhouse is. I can only imagine what one is. Yeah, just think about it. You really missed out on the home and garden boom. You're right. I also missed out on the food, you know, the, the driving around and tasting food boom. I think I'm, I, if, if you want to like mind my regrets for sleeplessness, I'd prefer that one. But I got to get back to the actual listeners I'm responsible to. Sorry about that. Uh, so if you're new, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. We covered that. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Pointless meanders. I just went on a few. Circuitous tangents, uh, meanders, all those things. Uh, go off topic. Uh, sometimes right away. Now, if you're new... Here's a few things really important to know. One, I'm glad you're here, and I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. I hope I can provide it. The thing is, I can't do that for everybody. This podcast is not for everyone. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. But I will tell you, if you've arrived doubtful or skeptical, that's actually what most regular listeners have arrived with. So that's a good sign, because you should—I mean, why wouldn't you be skeptical— 
And I can tell you that those listeners, uh, like who number in like the hundreds of thousands, they said, well, it took two or three tries uh, or four tries. And then I realized uh, I, I didn't have to figure out what Scoots was up to because he doesn't quite know what he's up to. He's wandering around. Uh, he doesn't know his, his Bob from his Bela. Uh, he's playing high. This would be maybe this could be one of my fictional. This one wouldn't even be a fictional autobiography. Uh, playing hide and seek with my shadow self, like like, uh, but it would have probably a question mark in there, some sort of tease. But that could be that could be a book I could write. Uh, maybe well, it could be a book title I could write because I just did. I don't know about the rest of it. So if you're new, give the show a few tries. Here's a couple other things to help put things at ease. But I realize I can't do that in just one intro. I keep I, I keep making these intros, and I keep trying because I'm just trying to create a safe place and take your mind off of stuff. Uh, but this podcast is very different. That That's kind of what ends up working after two or three tries. So, so here's a few other things. One, the structure of the show is very different than most podcasts, even most sleep podcasts. Uh, our show starts off with a few minutes of business, and that's how we keep it free in verses behind a paywall. Uh, then I talk for about 12 to 18 minutes. I call it an intro. And it's really a chance to wind down, whether you start the podcast as you're getting ready for bed or you're in bed. It just gives you, while I kind of talk about Bob Vila and Bob Vila and HGTV and then try to go back and explain what the podcast is, it gives you a chance to, to, to let the, get some distance from your, your day and maybe just barely immerse yourself in, in what I'm saying and, and kind of let everything else uh, fade away. And if you find after one or two tries the intro doesn't work for you, you could start the podcast at 20 minutes and then you just get into the um, content. Though the content itself isn't too much different than this. Because you say, well, I want to skip ahead to where you get to the point. And I say, oh boy. I say I'm kind of mean. Remember, I'm in an oblong. I'm in an oblong state of mind, just like uh, that song. I'm the parody song I wrote. That wasn't really a parody. It was just a truth. What is it? What is it if it's a parody song that tells the truth? That'll be. That's what I'm working on for my speech at the parody song awards. Uh, or I guess if there was one, and I was actually had any musical talent, I'd say like. Uh, they see, didn't those, it hasn't, wasn't that song only relevant? I mean, you, you picked a song title that was relevant a few different times, but you're a few decades off because even Empire State of Mind, you're about 12 years too late, Scoots. And then I'm in a New York State of Mind. I'm sure there's other ones, but you, you're in an oblong state of mind. Well, that's just the truth, I guess. Yeah, so you're right. Uh, Oh, so the intro kind of goes off topic, then comes back. And then, so that's the intro. Then there's business, and that's just kind of the natural podcast structure. Is usually just a break, is some business, and then the the uh, episode. So that's just how we do it too. And then there'll be a, a story. I guess tonight be related to uh, oblong and oblong. I didn't expect that, but you know we got to lean in and and. Uh, you know, uh, meet your meet your new imaginary friends with gusto. So there's that. That'll be about 45 minutes. Then there's some thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. This is also a podcast you don't really need to listen to. You could listen to it. 
You could also barely listen to it. You could, if you try to figure it out, that's when, like you say, I'm not sure about this scooter. You know, I have that steam coming off my head thing. And they'd say, is that an emoji? They say, no, it's steam coming off my head because you don't get to the point. And I'd say, well, it's a good thing you're another figment of my imagination. Come on in here for a hug. Like I'd say, let me, what if I take that steam and I rub it right back in to your head? Would that put you in an oblong state of mind? Oh, it would, because you're part of my internal makeup. Good, because I got to move on. Um, so it's a podcast you don't need to listen to. You could kind of listen just like a bit, a bit like a 3D eye painting or whatever they're called, drawing or a computer designed image is what it really is. No offense. I mean, maybe it was a 3D painting, but weren't those always, they always looked like they are computer generated. Holy cow, I didn't think I would ex- make a, I'm sorry, 3D eye painting term. I didn't mean to be say that in a way that could be, I'm not trying to be, you know, exclusionary. I'm just saying, I guess I am assuming, I'm sorry, you're right. Why am I not apologizing? I just made, it's, this puts things really in three, three-dimensional perspective. You're right, I don't have, I assumed you were computer-designed and that you weren't painted, but I really don't know. I'm just assuming. So I was wrong. I'm sorry. And if there's a way I can make it up to you, you see, I don't really know. I do, I do wonder how 3D paintings are made. That would be a true, a true statement. So I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, I got to get back. I'm not going to apologize for getting back to the new listeners, though. So... Podcast you don't really need to listen to. Here's the other side of it, though. There's no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour to keep you company as you drift off, so you can kind of get comfortable and uh, fall asleep whenever you want. And here's uh, one other side of it. You know, there's people that listen that can't fall asleep at all, and I'm here for you if that's your situation, or there's just a part of you that says, well, I don't know. Don't worry. I'm here to keep you company to the very end. Uh, so that, I mean, that's what I see as my job is to take your mind off of stuff and to be here for you so that you have space to fall asleep. Now my, the space I designed it in is a bit goofy and different and, uh, some people might call it weird. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it's a contrast, uh, to, I guess to things that would be more normal uh, and I'd rather be me. You know, you, you don't get, you know, if, if you can't be that anything but an oblong state of mind, you know. I'm an oblong peg in a, you know, round and square world. You know, I've, I've lived that way my whole life. And finally I learned uh, that I could be here for you. I mean, what greater honor is it? Uh, you say, yeah, I went through my life trying to figure out if it's one of those round things or those square ones. And, uh try to use that analogy and I said, well, I'm putting the round one and the square one and the square one and the round one. And then, you know, I went through a time in my life where I said, well, maybe, you know, I'm just what's in between or whatever. And then I realized I was oblong. And I said to myself, uh, and then I also realized there was other kinds, you know, there wasn't just the round and the square. There was many other ones, just like that, whatever that octagon is they used to give kids that had other shapes too. I mean, that was to teach the kids, yeah, no, no, it's more than two shapes, uh, but uh, it's still a limited number of shapes, and you got to put the shape in the right hole. 
And then one day, I said, I might be oblong, and I might be oblong, and that's okay. I actually never said that to myself. I just, it's its one of those slow learnings. Uh, but the thing is that even making this podcast, I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know it till just right now. Now I'm here sharing that with you. But really, just to keep you company as you fall asleep. And that really, to me, is beautiful because I've been there. The beautiful part is I know how it feels, uh, tossing and turning, dreading bedtime, all of that. And if I can help you feel more comfortable, not like count the hours down to bed, be like, well, I got scoots there. You know, at least I know he's going to overuse a word like I, I didn't expect him to overuse oblong. I thought he might overuse goop or something again. But, uh, you know, so I got that to look forward to. Makes bedtime not half bad. That's my goal. I mean, I would love to, you know, put a neutral look on your face, maybe make you giggle barely, bore giggle. Uh, but I'm really here to help because I've been there. You deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve a space of rest uh, where, you know, tomorrow you could live your life a little bit more and maybe flourish. And then everybody wins. So I'm here to help. You know, the only downside is it doesn't work for everybody, but you could give the show a few tries and then move on. If it doesn't work, you could check the podcast at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you. Uh, but I'm here to help. Uh, you know, I really yearn and I strive to do so. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a few of the ways we're able to keep this podcast free for everybody. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, where, where, where am I? Hello, hello. Uh, oh, I meant I meant the waiting room. Oh, um, what am I waiting for? Oh, introductions. Uh, I don't know. I, I I guess I wasn't expecting to be introduced to anyone, to be honest with you. Uh, who, who am I being uh, introduced to? I guess would be my next question. Oh, just wait. Okay. So, so should I sit down? Like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I know. You, like, are you going to leave and go get the people you're introducing me to? Or person? Is it persons or persons? Because uh, I was just saying, if I sit down and then you go get, like, if you're going to be right back, I won't sit down. Because then I'll have, like, that's like, I think, a, a, then I'll have to stand back up and, and there'll be that moment where uh, if I just stand up, I'll actually be prepared. I could I do a handshake move. So, uh, is it, uh, okay, I, I'll see, I'll, be, I'll just stand, I'll, I'll, I'll hope you're, you're, you're prompt. Uh, okay. Good thing I brought my recording equipment. Everybody scoots. I'm here. Could be in a dream. I don't think I'm in a dream, but I'm here in a waiting room. It's not a dreamy waiting room, but it's not bad. You know, one of those waiting rooms that's been made in the last 20 years, maybe even the last five years. It's got a sleek sofas. Oh, there's a little fridge with a clear door. They didn't say I could get a drink, though. It looks like it has some drinks in there. Yeah. Oh, someone's bringing some. Hi. Uh, oh, T. You're setting up T. T. Is it T for two? T for three. Really interesting. Okay. Well, uh, T for three. Uh, I'm so glad to be at your workplace. Uh, this is your. You, are you the uh, the T? You're just doing your job. Yeah. No. I was just wondering. You know where you work. Uh, you work here and inside. Yeah. 
So this is this the lobby or is this a waiting? This is the meeting room. The greeting room or the meeting room? Okay, so there's tea. Do do you know? Um, is it does it have the sugar in the squares? Like, because then I could at least say one lump or two. Okay, I'll see you later. Thanks for beautiful tea set, by the way. Okay, it looks like we have some tea here. Oh, and here comes the person that was. Oh, hello. Okay. Hi. Uh, who do you have? Huh, interesting. Uh, something familiar. Oh, clearly you are your twins. Oh, hi. You're not speaking though. Yeah. Hi. I'm Scoot. Uh, well, I'm Drew. I'm Scooter. The, the, yeah. I'm Scoots. Scoots Magoots. N- no one calls me that, but sometimes when I call myself a name. When I refer to myself in the third person or the first person, I like to add on a last name. So call me Scoot. If you need to call me, you know, if you need to do do that, just call me Scoots Magoots. And then if we get along, you could say I'm in cahoots with Scoots Magoots. Uh, For fun and toots, like, uh, oh, we have have some tea brought out for us, uh, it's T for three. Okay, so you're going to go. You want to introduce me. Okay, who, who are you introducing? Oblong. Okay, nice to meet you, Oblong. And Oddlong. Nice to meet you, Oddlong. Uh, yeah, uh, they're not taught. Did I do so? Oh, they're, they're, oh. They, they may start talking to me. Okay, I'm sorry. Just a little context, though. I just um, I know I was doing a podcast intro, and then another part of me stepped in to do the middle business part, and now I'm here in a waiting room. I mean, this has happened before on the podcast, so not, not a, NBD, as they say, as you, as you would say in a text format. Uh, but I, I just trying to get some. Uh, Oh, so I have, so I'm going to be with Oblong and Oblong for the day. Oh, and get to know them. Oh, they're applicants. Is this like one of those job boards, like a physical embodiment of one of those job boards? It'd be great if you sponsored my podcast again, because it'd be terrific. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of hiring that goes on with my listeners, but is this what? Okay. Hey, Oblong, Oblong, don't worry about it. We're just talking. I don't want, like, uh, okay, so just give me a, if you could fill, do you want to fill me in in front of Oblong and Oblong? What role or positions are they applying for? Imaginary friend? Imaginary friends, okay. Because that would be strange if they were in competition. Oh, you just shrugged, so they, Okay. All right, I guess I'll see you later. So should I be back here at, like, uh, what time do you close? Okay, well, I'll make sure I'm back here by then. What, do you, do you, don't leave, though, unless I come back with Oblong and Oblong, because uh, can I, is there a lobby downstairs? Because I just don't know if I need to come. Do I need to come all the way back up here? All right, then. See you later. Thank, never, never, I'd actually, I, I, here, Oblong and Oblong, have a seat. Uh, you seem to be dressed in very formal attire, which I guess is good if you're applying. I mean, I guess if, if, you, if you, it's tough that you two don't communicate. You're just kind of looking at me. But I was going to say you're kind of dressed like English school children from a novel. 
or I mean, I'm not saying this is how you're dressed, but what, what immediately I thought of is, uh, you know, I get I get these two mixed up. It's not Amelia Bedelia, but I always think it's Amelia Bedelia. Do you know who Amelia Bedelia is? I think she was someone that solves mysteries, one of the many mystery solvers. But no, I'm not thinking of that one. I'm thinking of these, like, uh, it was like this uh, another character... And she was a schoolgirl, and I think her class went on a trip. to. They were in France, or they were French. And her name may have been Amelia. Uh, some reason, your formal attire reminds me of that. Like, we're on our way to school, which I guess would be a good place. Uh, yeah. So I guess you two could nod if you know, if, if you know I'm wrong or you know I'm correct. Uh, well, real quick, let's have some tea, I guess. Uh, I don't really know how teapots work when they're brought to you. So I presume there's tea. Oh, yeah, there's tea already steeping. A little presumptuous of this. Is this a mega corporation? do you know? Or a private equity firm? Like uh, Imaginary Friends Incorporated. Do, do you, This is a good question if you're applying to be my best friend. Are you uh, familiar? When I say... Uh, K-I-D-S, Kids Incorporated. Does that do anything to you? Okay, right. So, okay, so that's a good sign. You nodded knowingly or confused. So that's a good move either way. But So the, the this tea's already made. Would you like some milk or some sugar in your tea? Yeah, you've never had tea in this situation, yeah. I think this is kind of, to, to put a little... um. I don't know what that word is. I saw a formality, uh, a pompous circumstance into our negotiation. So we'll have tea. Then we'll get, my, my best idea is we'll see where the elevator goes. After we get off the elevator or even on the elevator, if for some reason uh, this is a novel or something, you know, an adventure story, uh, if you could t- just tap your feet, then I will know... Uh, that, you know, well, then we'll exit the building via the lobby and we could just go our separate ways or I could take you somewhere. Uh, but I would presume they would know, they would be prepared for that. So actually just tap your feet and then later on, then we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll just go through the motions. Also, I have to tell you both the truth. If I think you're applying to be my best, my imaginary friends, uh, I don't think you could trust my intentions fully. I'm probably subconsciously trying to impress you both uh, with anything I say. Oh, so back to the tea. I think uh, here's a here's a proposal. What if we all have it with a, a little milk and one lump of sugar? Uh, just as then we're on. Uh, just to see, because I don't think. I, okay. Oh, great, great. You're very you're very uh, agreeable. Yeah, so there we go. I do like to, I think, do you mind if I put this um, cloth over my forearm? Like, and then, uh, do you mind if I pour your tea in a fancy way with a, um, you know, a, a, whatever they call it. I forgot. My, sometimes my vocabulary is self-limiting. A flourish, that's the word I was thinking of. Something about your eye contact. You're oblong, correct? Right, oh boy. Oblong and Oddlong. Beautiful names. Beautiful, beautiful names. Yeah, so let's say, uh, yeah. 
So just stir your tea as you wish. These are teaspoons. They're not actually technically. Huh, technically, they're teaspoons. Uh, but uh, like as far as the scientific, what would you say? Technically, this is a teaspoon. It's a spoon. We're having tea. It's a tea-sized spoon. Uh, when someone, do you, did, do you know who Abbott and Costello are? Kind of. Yes. Uh, because, uh, like, I don't know if they ever did a bit about teaspoons and teaspoons. Because you'd say, well, is it a spoon for use in tea? Or a spoon for the measurement of the uh, unit, of the teaspoon unit. I wish I was, I don't know, no, I mean, I honestly don't know if the teaspoon has to do with the metric system or not, but yeah, I've always want, wished I was on the metric system. I mean, for me, I'm confused either way, so we might as well be confused, like, I might as well be globally confused instead of nationally confused. Uh, so here we are, just uh, the three of us here. So let's slurp. Do do you ever slurp your tea? Are you into that? I guess I'm a slurper. Somebody the other day was making like I wouldn't say making fun of me. Uh, tea. What do they call that? Je- jocularly teasing me that I was. A, I, I'm a slurper. Maybe why I drink so little soup. I mean, soup's made for slurping. I got a smile on your face. I'd long out of that one. Because, you know, I was going to say, you know, this, like, that was another great parody song, I, you know, that I never wrote. If we become best friends, I mean, how come I get imaginary friends and best friends confused? Is that what you're here to teach me about? Is uh, the fact that uh, I uh, get, get those things mixed up? Because, I mean, that's, uh, it would be good to know. I mean... Because we got a lot to talk about. Okay, let's get moving. Let's get on this elevator. Uh, once you're done with your tea. I mean, I didn't mean to rush either one of you. Sorry, when I said that, you both spilled your tea when you got up quickly. Uh, yeah, let's take this elevator down. I'm presuming, hopefully, oh boy. I'm ho- hoping if we press down, we're we're in a skyscraper. And we're not in some sort of, you know, secret base, you know, thousands of floors below the earth. Uh, I don't know what that would be called. It wouldn't be called Friendship Base. Uh, Is this Imaginary Friendship Institute? Imaginary Friendship Institute. I I guess it's IFI, but it doesn't sound like that would be the first letters. Imaginary Friendship Institute. That's IFI, right, Oddlong? Okay, you two, you two, this is kind of like babysitting. A, I mean, not that you were babies. No, no, no. I, I have no idea how old you two, the two of you are. You seem, I'm not good at that. I'm guessing you're somewhere between 7 and 23. Uh, yeah, Oddlong, I could tell you, uh, you that also... I'm correct and also interested. I mean, but I guess if you're imaginary, what does that mean? I mean, maybe we should, we should probably don't have enough uh, rapport yet to talk about that because that seems like uh could be something that could be a real thought experiment. Holy oh, boy. What I was saying though, oh yeah, this, I should, you're right. I should press a button. Oh boy. Thanks for looking at that panel. Odd long. You're really on it. Uh, 
I'll press the L. You know, we can't go wrong with the L unless it stands for landing pad. And even then, that would mean we're going up to the landing pad. Did did, I, did you know I uh, got a picture with Launchpad McQuack recently? And, and, and uh, also a high five. So, I, got, I mean, that uh, wasn't on my list of things to do, to wish for. Okay, here we go. The, this is a lobby. Man, you want to talk about a lot. I mean, this is like, yeah, this is a very, this is what most lobbies are like. Kind of, uh, can, I guess, does anyone ever write an ode to business lobbies or something like corporate lobby? An ode to corporate lobbies. Silent in the morning before we arrive. Except uh, for those uh, who's, who's, who've already arrived. Uh, waiting for everyone to start their day. The hustle, the bustle, and then we all go away. Old lobby... You're cold, I'll be honest with you. At the end of the day, uh, something, something out of view. We'll rush out, we all rush out of your view. Why do I need to rhyme when I'm here? Because I don't, I don't know what else I do, Lobby, my dear. But Lobby, I'll be honest, uh, this is, I mean, this is my first time here. But I've seen you a million times before, and this much is clear. It's not easy being a lobby. That's the end. I could, I mean, I could go on. She'll get to know me. You'll learn that. Also, I didn't say any of that to impact the lobby. It's just that these lobbies have a certain feel, like where you're like, well, I'm here. Uh, finally getting, getting some of that fluorescent, sweet fluorescent lighting on me. And, uh, and then you're like, oh, can't get out of here. Yeah, let's go down here. How you doing? Do we need to sign out or anything? No. Okay, great. Now, what I'm not going to do is ask the security person if they, right, like, cause I can't break. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, so, as I was saying, we'll, we'll go out of this lobby and we'll take a left. Uh, I think we're in uh, South of Market at San Francisco, believe it or not, which is an area, you know, full of, okay, so I don't really know. I don't know this area that well, but we could always start walking. It's a good idea. Uh, kind of familiar. I, I'll get a feel for, for, there's nothing I, I mean, if you're applying for this position, you should know there's nothing I love more than being lost. I mean, as long as I don't get to be somewhere on time. So we'll take a left here and we'll just start walking. You know, we're long, you know, as long as I'm feeling comfortable, which is a narrow window. But, you know, how often am I lost? Usually when I'm feeling comfortable. Um, yeah, let's walk down here. Now, see, there's some sun. Now, this is San Francisco, so we got to make the most of it. There's some sun hitting that bench there. And there's these are trolley tracks uh, or streetcar tracks. Um, so we could sit here and we'll enjoy the sounds of the streetcar going by. 
might be, you know, that might be imaginary too. And, you know, you, sometimes when you're with me, you're going to think two plus two is five. But it, And sometimes, I don't know when it would be. I guess, like, that would be like the teacher would say, well, you're lukewarm on that answer, Scoots. Uh, and they'd say two plus two is not five. Oh, it's even. It would be four. Yeah, but let's sit here and let's have a talk about imaginary friendship because I think you need to know everything uh, about. Uh, do you, now, I don't know. Okay, so you don't two don't talk uh, thus far. I wonder, uh, you know, my so I had an imaginary friend named Bill. Yeah, that was my imaginary friend from childhood. Which is, you know, ironic because uh, now I'm a friend of Bill's uh, in a different way. Uh, so now I have two friends named Bill. But uh, so, so say, Bill used to say, are you a friend of Bill's? I'd say, well, I didn't remember. Uh, so that's what I really wanted to just let you both know. I had an imaginary friend as a child. Don't remember, and I've covered this. I don't know if you listen to my podcast. Uh, it's made to put people to sleep, so most of you wouldn't remember anyway, probably. Uh, but so I had an imaginary friend named Bill, who I forgot about. I'll uh, just be straightforward with you. I'm sure it's a natural thing. And maybe that's maybe that's part of my job. Holy moly! I guess where am I coming from? I should be figuring out how I could be a service to the two of you, particularly since you don't talk. I guess you'd be okay. Let me just not worry about that. Let me just tell you the truth first, because uh, it's you know it's it's just, it's just who I am. So I forgot about Bill. I think that probably happens to a lot of people, or maybe not. And you would have thought Bill never existed. So uh, I don't know if they have, I don't know if at the Imaginary Friend Institute they prepare you for this kind of stuff. Uh, and again, I guess out here, just tap your left foot uh, like a tap dancer or a nervous tapper. If any of this you say, I don't want to be an imaginary, because if you don't want to be an imaginary friend, you know, we don't have to go back to that building. I could, I mean, I don't know what I, like, uh, I don't really have any space, even for imaginary friends, you know, moving in with me full time. But we'll figure something out. I mean, I'm all, all I'm saying is I've never been an imaginary friend, but I can I can imagine it's not easy. And I would think that old timers would be like, in this day and age, uh, well, probably old timers would say, you got it so easy being an imaginary friend because you could just use friend con or whatever, or find my human and all that. But I don't think there's, from my perspective, never been a tougher time to be an imaginary friend. Now, that's speaking from someone that was saying that, uh, so I had an imaginary friend, forgot about Bill. Then one day I remembered Bill. Then I talked to Bill on the podcast. I said, hey, Bill, sorry I forgot about you for about 20, 30 years. Wow, you were really there for me when I needed you. Then I forgot about you. Let's be friends with, let's be friends again. Then I forgot about, then I got busy. I mean, I guess I, I and I got so busy I forgot about Bill again. Uh, then I remembered Bill. 
then I kind of didn't exactly forget about Bill. Just kind of said, well, let me put those thoughts over here. Then I guess, then I apologized. Then I had Bill on the podcast again. I said, Bill, sorry about that. Forgot. I said, we were going to be friends again. I said, we'd get together. We we did ride a carousel, which was nice. I think the second time we walked around the New York State Fair, maybe, or we did something. Oh, you guys like the sound of that New York State Fair? I could tell. It's it sounds great, huh? And then uh, I forgot about Bill again. There may have been another point where I remembered Bill, and Bill's kind of been in my not my four thoughts and not a hundred percent forgotten. Which I guess to me, I'd say, Scoots, why don't you just forget? Like, uh, but it's just real. I just want to know, want you two to know what you could be getting into. I mean, particularly with the sense that uh, I didn't really, I don't remember putting, um, I don't know how to, like, I don't remember putting out an application for, like, in a call for best imaginary friends. Now, you may be hearing me accidentally say best friend and imaginary friend. So that may be a set of clarification. I think maybe even Bill has tried to explain that to me. As far as my memory goes, I don't think Bill talked a lot. So that might be part of being an imaginary friend. Uh, But I guess I'm thinking, well, not everybody has to be a best friend, right? You could be friends with somebody, but you don't have to be best friends or friends that talk every day. And I guess if you're imaginary friends, uh, then... Um, I don't know. I'm I'm just thinking out loud, but I guess I'm thinking that I should find out how to be of service to the two of you uh, since you're here. uh, uh, So let's, let's get walking again. You know, uh, uh, this is, uh, let's walk this way. I think we're headed towards, uh, where the stadiums are in the water. This is a nice day for walking, isn't it? Yeah. And this is a nice area. We've got some sidewalks, a boulevard, uh, just me and a couple of imaginary friends walking, the sun shining on us. I didn't, did you have those hats? Like when we first started going, was, was that a stu? I wish I, you know, if somebody told me about the Amelia Bedelia mix-up thing, and then I said, oh, yeah, but then I forgot it again because now you're wearing those hats with those ribbons. I like that. You know, there used to be two twin sisters that would walk around San Francisco. And then we had Frank with a 12 Galaxy sign. I still see Frank sometimes. Uh, then, uh, you, you know, we have had a lot of famous bucks, bu- buskers, uh, like uh I don't know how to say this word. The two gallants, they used to sing like songs like My Madonna. You know, you know who the, and they, I think they did the weather one time for uh, Nightvale. Or they were part of the weather. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess yeah, I'm trying to, I guess, here's the thing. I'm wondering if it would be good to have imaginary friends that are a lot younger than me, but not kids. Because now that I'm realizing, even though you're dressed as school children, I'm sorry about that. I'm guessing if you're imaginary friends, I'm projecting these outfits on you. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know where, well, you know, holy Freud. Uh, I mean, 
I don't, I don't think, let's not go there, but I don't think there's anything. It just must be so that you're more, maybe that I feel comfortable in your presence. I don't know. I mean, we could just agree to blame Amelia Bedelia at this point and then say, let her solve her own problems, you know, not, or, I mean, if she could solve ours, uh, I'm not, here's another thing. I guess I'm not looking for imaginary friends that are going to solve my problems. Uh, no, no, I'm not kidding either. Hear me out because, um, I guess I've been learning you know, I for, forgot about Bill. Let, let's just say, uh, but it was like uh, that. You know, not everything is that that that, that word. P R O B problem. And I'm trying to say, wait a second. This actually is an opportunity. You hear people say that, and I'd say, oh boy, oh boy, or a challenge. You say, well, it's a challenge, a growth opportunity. I would say that in a smarmy way. And I still will, holy cow, but it, it, that it change is inevitable. So I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know what that has to do with anything. Yeah, if we keep going down the street, I can see the water. You know, Red's Java house is down there. And uh, uh, I think uh, the, the Delancey Cafe is around here. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not. Maybe I'm, I think I'm like 80 blocks off. I am. That's what I always say. Coming the other way, once we get, I say we're almost there, and then it ends up being. And then people say, "We're we gonna walk to, all the way back this way," because I love walking. So yeah, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, this isn't my shining hour of, uh, of being able to figure out how to deal with this. Uh, so I guess it's my understanding. We were introduced to one another. Your applicants, did she say to be my imaginary friends, uh, applicants for imaginary friendship? I mean, I guess here's the thing. I guess we like, uh, I would love, what am I looking for an imaginary friend? Uh, I guess it one that, uh, helps me folk, like helps me ask for help. Uh, that would be one, uh, I guess it feels weird, but I want to be honest. As a an imaginary friend, I can't I can't have you demanding my attention because I'm too uh, much of a like. Uh, but uh, you know, I say that doesn't really feel f- fair to say. Well, hey, how about we go? Uh, but but I guess with a playful attitude. I mean, I can't imagine that. Uh, uh, that uh, like uh, that it's, this is an accident because I was just talking about oblong and oddlong, and uh, uh, that's the Spiegel tent. I think it's not supposed to be here. What's the Spiegel tent? I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but it was uh, what was it called? Cirque Cirque to something. Not like a bit like Cirque du Soleil, a little bit smaller. And I guess it's probably, I mean, it's the middle of the day right now, so it's probably—it's beautiful inside. Yeah, let's just go inside. Well, let's just do it. This is the kind of wild stuff I do with my imaginary friends. Yeah, so we come in here. It's open. I would assume this is part of your application. 
Yeah, this is kind of like the waiting area for the show. So it's a dinner show with circus. I don't know if it's still going on. Uh, but yeah, look around. It's like uh, it's like we're inside of a tapestry. And yeah, this is where people like uh, you, you uh, have like uh, you get ready for the show. Maybe have a snack or a drinky poo. Uh, so it's not it's nice. It's not bad. And where were we? So yeah, let's sit down here. These are some oh, so you got some comfy couches here in the Spiegel tent. Uh, so where was I? I was saying, I don't really, I don't have any idea what I was saying. Oh, I was saying, I guess, well, here's the thing. Like when I hear your names, so uh, the podcast that I make, Sleep With Me, it involves a lot of ovular thinking, which I guess is a bit oblong. And it's also odd, uh, a little bit different. And I guess it would be odd. And it's also long, so you both got that covered. What if you be, how would you two feel about this? Now, I'd have to probably circumvent some of the old, uh, whatever it's called, IFI regulations. What if you became imaginary friends of my podcast and for all the listeners, too? Okay, hear me out. This is an, just an idea. Almost like you were the embodiment of some of the spirit of the show. Okay, well, and no, no, I'm sure you have your own skill sets. I can see that it's a little bit outside the box, and that's why, you know, I brought you here to the Spiegel tent to, to talk to you because we we're kind of here. This is, feels like a safe place to me. We're enrobed in, uh, tap, you know, uh, fabrics. And we're here just talking, just three beings talking about being and doing and uh, existing. Because here's the thing. Here's a, here's a couple of things I've learned making the show. And they keep coming up for me. Uh, one, like, uh, sometimes here's the, th- the thing about being different and uh, odd. Uh, a lot of times you don't think you are, and then you might notice when there's some dissonance. Uh, and you say, oh, those, like, uh, you say, well, I don't quite fit in. Or uh, uh, people are, they're not, sometimes they're laughing at you. Sometimes they're laughing in a, in a way that they're like, I'm not sure if I'm laughing at you or with you. And you, you sometimes you're just being yourself. And... I don't know. For me, I've always dealt with it. Like I've ha- I've had a built-in skill set there of just being oblivious. A lot of times, not even on purpose. And I think that's kind of shielded me. That's why I worked pretty well. I don't know if Bill taught me that or I learned it on my own. And then I also have this like loner outsider part of me. And then I probably had a part of me that like learned that and then uh, reflected it and. Uh, integrated it and then you know treated other people like they are outsiders uh, so you know amends to make you know mistakes i've made a few oblong and not long but i think that's a pretty universal thing but there's also like this friendship uh this kindness almost like parenting and loving uh in a loving appreciation 
that making the podcast or meeting uh, other uh, broad-minded people or accepting people uh, that said, oh, okay, uh, this is just who, and I guess it takes time. You know, you two are dressed like school kids who might not be, you know, I mean, who knows what it, I guess I never thought about if, uh, imaginary friends are a hundred percent human. I mean, you could be from one of those worlds where people exist as beams of light, uh, you know, timeless, infinite light or something. I don't know. That's probably why you don't talk, huh? Yep. Uh, but so I guess it's kind of taught me that being odd and being different and being yourself, uh, uh, I mean, sometimes we do it, you know, say, well, I need a little attention or, or sometimes you do it because you're not feeling comfortable. But then there's sometimes it's just natural, just organic oddness. Uh, and I think odd long, if you're game for it, uh, we could really use an embodiment of that. Uh, because sometimes it really helps to see uh, someone as the spirit uh, the loving friend of our oddness. Uh, so that would be odd long. You'd say, okay, I'm your imaginary friend here. Oh, what happened? You, you, like, in, I mean, you're a great listener. I can tell you that much. Uh, and you'd say, okay, well, uh, wow. So, uh, oh, you are, okay, tell me what happened. All right, well, you like making up songs about Hello Kitty. Uh, with Christmas carols. Okay, that sounds like something Scooter would do. Okay. And, uh, okay, and then some people kind of said, uh, okay, well, yeah, they could see why that wouldn't uh, be easy. But, uh, you know, and then you kind of help people lead them to realize, uh, maybe just have, have a safe place where they feel their feelings, but they feel like in you, you're oddlong. Like, there's nothing that's uh, inherently odd about you, odd long. Uh, but you've been you've been odd for a long time. Maybe you are an infinite beam of odd light. Uh, I don't know if it's refraction or reflection that did it. Uh, but this is just, I'm making up a backstory for you. Maybe like you were packaged like in a, a toy container, you know. Uh, you're from the infinite light planets. You're, I know, I realize you're looking at me like you're not made of infinite light. You're just imaginary friend. Okay. So it's just an idea. I mean, I think that'd be great if we, if I introduce you to listeners, which is happening right now anyway, and say, here's our friend, Odd Long, friend of the show. We don't even have to say you're imaginary. I think that's a little bit, uh, you know what I'm saying? I think you like this idea. You'll like the listeners. They'll really like you, too. Okay, and then now, Oblong, you've been listening the whole time, so it's a little bit of uh looks like you almost have the contentment blues, uh, which is kind of maybe how you feel before, while well, you're, you know, I guess you're proud of your uh, sibling there, huh? So Ob- Oblong, you're also like a kind of symbol of... uh I don't know. I mean, I guess an oblong shape is like, I, don't, I guess the word perfect, we don't even have to use it. Am I right? Uh, but you'd say oblong shape is uh, one that's uh, more ubiquitous, under, under, not underrepresented, 
but you might say you don't get the glory. They never said this is the golden age of oblong. I mean, even the age of Aquarius got a song about it, right? Uh, I don't know if any of the other things did. Like the oblong age. I don't know. That was like, I think that one was cut off of, that was like his extra Ziggy Stardust song that didn't make it. Uh, but uh, that, uh, you know, you're a shape that we're all familiar with, that we all enjoy. Uh, but that's, you know, because I guess I always do say, oh boy, everybody loves those circles and squares and triangles. All uh, equilateral. Or great job on that one because we can use it, you know, for industrial purpose. But you're kind of the bridge between the shapes in nature and the shapes of create, you know, of uh, remake or, or or human creation, huh? I also might not know what oblong really means. I know what it means to me, which is kind of how my logic works. It's a circuitous. It kind of circles around. I guess everybody says our life's like a circle, but I would say it's way more oblong than that. Uh, you know, they say it's a flat circle. I say, well, I don't know. Uh, what do you mean? Like, so it's only 2D? Like, if I'm picturing for oblong, that's like a three, that's three dimensions. And uh, maybe, I guess there's probably a fourth dimension somewhere since you're an imaginary friend. Yeah, but here's one part of you, or what I, I could see your role being oblong, is uh, that not everybody's thinking if it fits the conventional model uh, that that's portrayed, or, or that's almost portrayed maybe in a way that's not even actually portrayed as. And I say that as in like, oh, you should do this, or successful people do this, or... Happy people X, uh, and you know that's kind of something that we just integrate into ourselves. A lot of us, not everybody, probably. Uh, but that's not how it really works in the end. It's more, much more of an oblong thing. Even those people, uh, uh, you'd say, well, that might be the exception to rule anyway. You say, well, I get out of bed, I do fifty things, and then I do some jumping jacks and. Then I eat my brain all, uh, you know, then I, uh, you know, so I'd say, okay, well, that's interesting. And maybe you help us, or both of you together, help us appreciate those things. And that's just in ourselves. I mean, that that's part of it is self-care. But then the other part is the exact mistakes I made. You're helping, maybe, I mean, if you could help me be saying, uh, be focused out there and appreciating appreciating that in others and uh, not in a way of pointing it out, in a way of like uh, letting those beams of richness uh, impact me and letting me be open to that. I mean, I know that's heady stuff, uh, believe me, uh, that... Uh, you know, there's a, you know, Glide Memorial is not near where we are, but for some reason that just popped in my head uh, with a spirit there of acceptance and celebration. That's, I mean, I, I'm not ready for that level of, uh, I don't think our listeners would think that would be very bedtime 
conducive. But you, so the thing is, because we have on the podcast, we have characters like Ray and Bernie and Scooter and uh, Richard Warren Sears, James Cash, Penny, Stan the Soda Machine, my Nana, uh, people that I call, mostly people that work in banks, answer phones, an imaginary sleep pod, you know, different parts of my brain bots. But we kind of don't have uh, two people kind of in the background there. Because I always talk about the safe place of the show. Uh, almost, I don't know, not like greeters, but, you know, that uh, safe presences of the safe place uh, that you could say, like embodiment. I guess that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. They wouldn't, we, we, you're safe. You, no, it wouldn't be within. Uh, you, yeah, the safe place would be separate, but you would be the embodiment, the rep- different than the representation of a safe place. Uh, much more than that. So I don't know how did how did you feel about that? Like, uh, may, may, like that would be the roles I would be. And again, everything changes, so there could be other opportunities. But I would love to have you. And then here's the other thing I could forget after this episode, but I would love to have you here anyway. So when the listeners know it's bedtime, they could see, they could keep a lookout. Like one time, you know, I got gold bug and doodle bug and uh, worm, worm PQ, QST or whatever, all mixed up. I think like there's Goldbug, and then I thought of Doodlebug, who's not an, a character. One day maybe he'll be a character on the podcast, but uh, like you could be always there, a presence, a reassuring presence, uh, almost a reassuring human presence, because you are humans, imaginary friends of humans, right? Okay, well, I don't think we need to go back to the... Uh, IFI, right? I don't know if I was, they didn't say anything about that. Uh, I mean, I said I was, because at first I didn't know if this would work out because I'm not super comfortable, you know. But I guess I'm saying welcome to the Sleep With Me family. And I guess because you two are kind of curled up with me on this bench sleeping that uh, you'd like the idea. So snuggled in, oblong and oddlong. Like two puppies in my arm, you know, under my armpits right now. So nice. Uh, Good night.